Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Monday Night Victory Mondays, Breaking Tables. This is Epic B. This is Tampa Neal. What's going on, Bills Mafia? There's nothing better than a victory, unless it's an amazing victory. In the great words of Owen Wilson, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, my goodness. I totally forgot about week one. Week one was a good, I count that as a preseason game. Week two was the start of our season, and Tampa Neal, why way to come out, man. Dude, seriously, like that game was amazing. From I mean, they had that little stumble in the beginning, but other than that, man, they, they were on it, they were on point every aspect of the game. Well, before we uh we kind of recap this game, because there's a lot to talk about, a lot to cover without getting uh, you know, we want to be unregurgitated here. I'm sure there's a bunch of outlets that are kind of reporting the same thing that the bills are back. Uh before we get into that though, uh this weekend was epic, especially for Tampa Neal. Got to hang out in Orlando uh with the crew, Orlando Beckers and uh Stevie Johnson and uh Caleb. How'd that go, man? Oh yeah, man. That was a lot of fun. Um, got there, got everything all set up, get, you know, getting ready to do the show. We're getting signed in, logged in, everything, talking to you. We're like, hell yeah, man, ready to go. And then I'm told to move my table. <laughs> You're going to have to go to the basement, sir. And then they unplugged nice me and moved me everywhere. I don't know what happened, but Hey, guess what? We still made it on in time. We had a minute to spare. I was like, done. Let's get this going. Caleb came up, talked with him. His whole family was there. They were a blast. They're extraordinarily nice. Like at the end of the day, his mom came up to me and my wife and we're like, thank you so much for including him in on your show. And I'm like, I'm like, we, we love him on the show. He was fun as hell. So right. Yeah. He, he was a blast to deal with, um, to hang out with. Um, had a few shots of rumplements with his, him and his family. 
and had a lot of rumpments with Walter and Stevie. <laughs> of course. So yeah, it was a uh, it was it was a fun filled weekend. Um, I don't know if people noticed, but when I set the thing up, the camera, I set it up perfectly height wise for me and Caleb. And then Stevie Johns comes over and he's like, you know, that's much higher than us. So you may have only seen like half his head. <laughs> yeah, no, we seem just fine. And uh, <laughs> I'm glad that we had some people uh, some do, do some chugging contest for the Stevie Johnson signed uh, jersey. Yes, the chugging contest was a lot of fun. We had probably about 12 people that signed up for it. And at first, I thought we gave the jersey to the wrong person. I was reading, I was reading or watching the thing afterwards, the video of it afterwards. I'm like, like, did the did, did DJ, did the DJ win? That's the guy on the and left, then, right? The guy on the left looked, looked like he finished One of the beard, guys on the right? left looked like he first, finished well, his beer. There was, there, there was the guy that won was wearing the, the Zuba shirt, yeah. right? And then the one directly, if we're watching the video, the one directly to the left of him tried to swirl his beer and he ended up spilling it all over. Yeah, he but like two guys body. over, this big dude looks like he pounded it. But yeah. he didn't like dump it over though, so I don't I don't know who won. <laughs> so the guy in the zoo was definitely did win. I thought okay. the, the the guy that you were talking about, I thought he won as well. When I saw the video again, and I went up to him like, dude, I think you actually won that. He goes, no, I didn't finish my beer. I <laughs> when you look back in the video, he gives it another sip after it's all over. So exactly. the guy in the zoo was won. It was a lot of fun. Everybody was yeah. That that, that was probably something that people there were not expecting. <laughs> But well, hey, wait, that's what we do. That's what we do at breaking tables. Yeah, right. Uh, we'll bring out the best out of everybody. But uh, here we go. Beating up the uh, the Las Vegas Raiders, Los Angeles, Oakland, whatever you want to call them, whatever city that they're in now. Um, it was just good going out there, completely forgetting about week one again. So um, that was a preseason game. Week one was a preseason game. We're going to call that dress rehearsal. OK, um, week two. That is what we should expect on every single game this year. Just there should be no excuses. Um, there were no mental breakdowns. And it, it just, I feel good. Like I, today I woke up just energized. Like, wow, I can't believe we just really went out there and embarrassed the Raiders. Um, and for my friends who are, uh, who are texting me, no, that was not Epic B that got uh, <laughs> uh, who, who fell into the, uh, the, the pit. Uh, uh, you know, fell fell into the pit there at the the new Highmark Stadium or whatever the new stadium. Uh, that everybody's like, "Hey, was this you? Are you in the hospital? What happened?" <laughs> like, it was definitely not me. So don't worry, guys. <laughs> it was a twenty nine year old. So it definitely was not me. Uh, well, I can pass for a twenty nine year old, <laughs> Neil. Unlike yourself, unlike me. <laughs> right, exactly. Hold on. I got a Walter wants to join us because he has a special announcement as always. Let me go ahead oh, and yeah. Walter will probably hop on here in a bit. Um, but let's go uh, to the, the group here. Guys, please hit that like, hit that share button. It makes us feel good. Kapraj, hello, boys. I'm still tired. A very, very long but fun day. I'm sure. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. First opening game. They were there early. Home opener. I mean, I'm sure Kapraj probably spent the night out there in the parking lot. Uh, Lisa, go Bills. Patty Bean, Buffalo Patty. Sup, guys? Great game this week. The Bills even showed up. Thank you, Patty. Uh, Walter, what's going on, bud? Yo, what's up, man? Man, you what's look up, man? King of Rumplemans. Man, dude, this weekend was three heavy <laughs> days of partying, man. I mean, like I said, we start, we, we literally started Friday with Stevie. 
And then we were out all night Saturday drinking, watching the University of Kentucky because that's obviously where he went. Sunday, uh, I will say Stevie had to tap out. The last we saw of him was around 6.30. And I got a text from him at 5.30 this morning saying, I'm back. <laughs> he says, the last thing I remember is taking a shot of Rumpelmintz. And I said, eh, that'll do it to you. Yeah. Way to time travel. Way to teach uh, Stevie Johnson how to oh, time travel. Very nice. Oh, he, he definitely time traveled all right, let me tell you. And then uh, we got up this morning. He did the speaking engagement at the Volusia County Jail. Man, it, that was a humbling experience, especially after this weekend. You know, we're in there meeting guys that are in there for life. That when they were talking about certain things, they literally asked, what's a Roku TV? Wow. And I tell you, man, we, we left out of there completely changed. Well, it could be worse. Martin Tilton goes, uh, watch the game on a two-hour drive and almost ended up in a ditch a few times. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> but I, I, I just want to jump by here and just say thanks to Neil for coming out, having a good time with the chugging contest yesterday. Obviously, they ran into some problems trying to get everything set up. The bar owner was freaking out. That's who Neil was dealing with yesterday on Sunday was the bar owner because nothing was working. So he's trying to get everything set up and the TVs on the inside of the one bar completely down. And that's what he was freaking out about. I, so, I, went, to, I went to Walter. I'm like, I'm blaming that guy for the first touchdown. He goes, that's why my <laughs> wasn't right. Yeah. So he was, he was completely in panic mode because he could not figure out what the hell was going on. So yeah, it definitely was a fun weekend. Obviously Brian missed out on all the shenanigans and the tattoo still looking fresh. Look at that. So, B, did you get any text messages from people? Because I had a handful of people come up to me and say, dude, we got text B and why is he not here? So I flipped off about three different cameras there, said they want to text them to you. Yeah, I had a whole bunch of uh, different text messages, <laughs> messages from uh, on Facebook uh, with uh, Tampa Neal and you know whatever buddy was taking the photo, flipping me off. Like, what the fuck did I do, guys? <laughs> All right, hey, hey, I will say this though: Caleb can put down some rumple mints. I am not going to. Dude, dude and this dude was keeping up with me, and so was his mother. Yeah, they did some shots, like, man. They definitely had a few, few hey, shots. When, when, he when was chugging go, beers. When you go through what Caleb has gone through, I, I think that is well deserved. So good for yeah, him. That guy yeah. He's living like, life, living the best yeah. life, man. Yeah, that dude was awesome, and even he said he's like, man, I wish Epic B was here. <laughs> uh, I was surprised I didn't get a middle finger from him. I got it from everybody else. <laughs> I said, Epic B gets too drunk and just disappears and goes back home. Nah, that's <laughs> not true. I, I don't do that. <laughs> but no, nah, guys, no, nah, for real, I just want to say thank you guys for coming out yesterday and everything else, man. Well, on Sunday, we had a hell of a good time. And hopefully, we get you guys to come back out again. And hopefully, Brian shows up this time. Yeah, I will, brother. <laughs> I, I, I promise next time around, I'll definitely will, man. Absolutely, guys. You guys have a good night. All right, All right brother. Bud. Later, bro. Yeah, man. Awesome, man. Awesome. All right. So how about this game? How about this 38-10 just romp house? Uh, Raiders look like a uh, NFL team versus a junior varsity team. I'm pretty sure somebody was close to that score prediction. When they first scored that first touchdown, 
it, it hit me in the gut. I go, damn, there goes my 52 and zero uh, anticipated uh, prediction. Uh, Tampa Deal, I think you were pretty damn close, right? Uh, Walter was actually the closest. He His uh, score was 42-10, which is prediction. Okay. So he was pretty damn close. If they didn't decide to put Kyle Allen in at the end, I think that they would have gotten to his. But one thing we definitely have to announce because – we are in the show, and this show is sponsored by Janet Gosh, our favorite realtor here in Florida. If you are buying, selling, or renting a home, feel free to give her a call, 716-861-9580, or email her at janetgosh716 at gmail.com, and she will hook you up with a either a new place to live or a place to live. So give her a call. If you are a big Bills fan, she will also hook you up with a $100 gift card to either Straight Out of Buffalo or Living Tours and Rentals. Trailer Buffalo is there today too, or this weekend too. Nice. I haven't yeah. seen how, oh, Sean. How's Sean doing? I haven't seen him in a while. Dude, Sean was a little rough yesterday. He was sweating his ass. It was hot where he where he was. The sun was like beating down around him. I'm like, dude, why didn't you bring a tent? It is hot in Florida, man. It, especially dude, it, it now. Oh my goodness. That's why I'm so glad that we're not playing the Dolphins in this uh, this month, just because it's so oh, unbearable. No. Oh my god. Well, that uh, and <laughs> he brought this girl to help him out. And I went up to him, was talking with him for a few minutes. He goes, dude, all this girl's doing is taking selfies of herself. <laughs> oh, you can't find good help these days. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, sorry, man. <laughs> Justin Osborne goes, I heard someone gets drunk in the airport and has conversation with Mike Vick. Yeah, all right. <laughs> that happens. Happens the best of us. Hey, uh, Mike, I saw the photo of you and Mike. At least Mike didn't flip me yeah. off. He's the only one. <laughs> was, oh, I thought up, that he did it too. I don't know, man. There's so many of them. Uh, that's hilarious. All right, guys, here we go. Let's get into this game, 38 to 10. Um, let me just start off right now with the biggest takeaway, Josh Jacobs, who? I mean, minus two yards. You're talking about the guy who ran the, the rushing king last year to minus two yards. That is unheard of, Neil, right? That is 100% unheard of. It's actually never happened since the merger. So the fact that they they held him, he didn't he was he was he was completely out of it yesterday. They he did absolutely nothing at all. They shut him down. It was great to see. I mean, yeah, they that running game got nowhere yesterday. There was one run they had. That was it. That was even him. Well, let's talk about because that that's let's that's kind of like the elephant in the room. Minus two yards, rushing leader twenty twenty two minus two. Where did he go? Nowhere. Okay, that is unheard of. Amazing, uh, and it felt good to say that again, especially in a bar full of Bills fans. Where's he going? Nowhere. Everybody automatically like they remember from last year. Like, oh, this is I can't <laughs> wait. Uh, but uh, things that we love, Tampa Neal. What was what was the thing that you loved about this game? You know what? I'm not just going to tell you about the thing that I love. I'm playing it for you because that Whoop. Matt Milano interception was probably Whoop. one of the most impressive impressive interceptions you'll ever see. Squad here, first and ten, play action, Garoppolo time. Basically, Matt Milano went up behind him, behind Josh Jacobs, too. And he's like, 
give me the ball and just rips it out of him. And Jason's like, what the fuck just happened? Straight up jumped over the guy and just snagged that ball and ripped it, bro. I, we were all like, we couldn't, we didn't know how to react. We're like, wait, did, did that just happen? Yeah. I mean, his timing was perfect. Everything on that was just completely perfect. It was amazing. Like, just boom, gone. Give me it and go away. Well, you know, that the team or what set that up was that defensive line was just attacking, attacking, attacking. Oh, yeah. Like Rousseau, like, man, that uh, Ed Oliver was on point. I think everybody was on point. That D line was on point. Um, but Rousseau is coming out of the shell and yeah, you're yeah. starting to see it. He He's there. He's, he's so lengthy. Uh, I mean, it's like we don't even have Von Miller, so it's like we're we have the best player on the bench right now. But Russo is like kind of making up for that. Um, just his speed, the way he's off the ball, he's in the backfield. Those those guys, I mean, Garoppolo didn't really have any time to throw it to anybody. Well, outside of Devonte Adams, but <laughs> I mean, in, in everyone, the first drive, yeah, only in the first drive. And, and honestly, when I was watching that, how do I, I'm going to ask you to, after I tell you how I felt, um, when I saw that first drive, it kind of punched me right in the gut. I'm like, oh my God, here we go again. Come on, Buffalo. What are we doing? And just when Bernard got that first interception with a Rousseau tip, Rousseau yep. again, uh, and it, it was just like, all right, we're back. And then we come down and we just didn't let, we kept that. Uh, foot on the pedal the whole entire time. But how did you feel after that first drive when they came down and scored in our house? Dude, it was a kick right to the nuts. I'm like, come on. Oh. You got to figure this out quick. That You can't lose to the Raiders. You just can't lose to the Raiders. And, I mean, I mean, you, you're talking about Rousseau. Our defensive line, somehow or another, did not have one sack yesterday. But Garoppolo had no time to throw that football. None he whatsoever. Was just- he was just being under thrown pressure. all over the place. Yeah, yeah. It, it was it was impressive to watch. It was fun to watch. But, well, yeah. You know, you know what I really, really loved. Um, what which it's just, it's rare to see this happen from a McDermott team. What I really loved about this game. Okay, this is what I was like. Oh my god, they're actually doing it. How about the fourth and ones? Uh, how many times we went for it? They're like, fuck it, let's go for it. Stop playing conservative ball. And the most impressive one was when we like we we ran up the clock after the third quarter. We get the we get the ball on uh, the second half, right? We spent like 10 minutes holding on to that ball. They get down to that the the 10-yard line, and uh like the the kick field comes out. I'm like, no, come on. You spent 10 minutes holding or nine minutes or whatever holding that ball, right? Yeah, and you're gonna take a field goal, nine minutes for three points. You can't stop it. Stop it. And then I, I don't know what happened. Josh Yellen might have been like, no, Bass, get your ass back. I'm benching you, Bass. I'm the captain now. Josh walked up to McDermott and goes, I am the captain now. We're going to, we got, we got this. And McDermott's like, fuck it, let's go. That's, that is what I love. If we played like that against week one, the preseason game, week one, dress rehearsal against the Jets, we would have smacked slaughter. the too. Yeah, we're going to slaughter. But that was something that I absolutely loved, and you rarely get to see that from a Sean McDermott team because he's very conservative, and it just pisses me off sometimes. It's like, just go for it. I mean, I get it. Yeah, you're on the 40-yard line. You know, do you want to punt it? What do you want to do? Field goal? I mean, we got bass, so it's kind of difficult to predict. But when you spend nine minutes holding a ball, 
holding, having possession. Garoppolo is just like you see, starts all gaty, like all you know, getting warmed up and stuff, and he's like, "I'm gonna sit back down." Another <laughs> 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 first down, you know. Um, but have you seen that before, Neil? Isn't that wasn't that cr- how do you feel when he's like, "Fuck it, we're going for it." Um, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was nervous. I was like, "Oh no!" Do you want him to take a field goal? You want that, him to take a field goal after nine minutes of holding on that ball coming out of the second quarter? On the or first that, one yeah. that they did, that they actually missed. I was all about going for it. I didn't like the play call, but I was all about going for it. That second one, I was just like, oh, just go kick the field goal. Why not? We've already killed them in this point here. And then they didn't. I'm like, ah! <laughs> great call. <laughs> I love it. Place must have been wild. Just like uh, here at South Florida uh, HQ, South Florida Bills Backers HQ, uh, uh, Brendan's uh, just a place was just rattling when, yeah. when they when they got that. Um, it's funny. Martin goes, my, my favorite was when Josh Allen and his boy in the Raiders try to do a dirty dancing move. No, dude, Josh, that was hilarious. Josh Allen teabagged Epps, bro. He just straight up like, all right, here. <laughs> these, these. Yeah, Wait, look, it look, was look, funny. I love the comments, guys. Keep it up. I love that fourth and one, guys. Fourth down. I absolutely love that. Keep just keep your foot on the throttle. What's that, Neil? Allen looked like he was having fun yesterday. Like that he first felt- game, he did not look like he was having fun, even a little bit. He yesterday he was having fun. Like even even that jump that he did over his or attempted to do over his boy, he got up and they was laughing his ass off. I feel like there's a lot of people that are laughing their ass off, except Sean McDermott. Yeah, I know, right? Oh well, I mean, come on. Anytime Josh Allen's in the air, we're at first we're like, no, you know. Oh yeah. Um. So a lot of a lot of good stuff to come out of this game. But um, we we talked about in the pregame show uh, what were the kind of keys of victory, and I mentioned um someone who had to really step it up, just because we haven't seen him step it up in a while. Uh, but Spencer Brown, Spencer Brown was holding his own. I mean, yeah, there was a couple of plays where it was like ah, whatever, but those couple of plays was like what he was playing constantly. To have Max Crosby not get any QB mm-hmm. hits or any sacks, my, Max Crosby is a Pro Bowl, all pro, guy. yeah, all, all pro, and you're mm-hmm. and, and he's up against that. That was one of my biggest worries, and Spencer Brown came through. What do you think about Spencer Brown, man? But how, how do you think he did? Um, that was one of the things I was going to say. I had that written down here. I'm like, you know, I've That's criticized all- the shit out of him. I've been criticizing Spencer Brown all year, and well, I should say all year including the preseason, he just didn't, he looked like a stone, like there was stones on his feet, like not moving. But or man, yesterday, slow. yeah, yesterday he was on it. He was on point, and yeah, he was going against Matt Crosby for pretty much the entire game. I think he must have watched our show because we were kind of critiquing very little too Probably. harsh. But one thing that they were doing also, um, right off the snap, you had Kincaid or a receiver, Hitting Crosby to start off, so it always it already put him off balance. So it actually gave Spencer Brown a little bit quicker to get himself in place. And if they got to do that all year, do it. That's fine. You've got two tight ends, two very good tight ends. Do it. Knock these guys off the ball so it helps Spencer out. Right, or stop him a little bit. Just that hesitation. If if your your weakness is getting off the ball quicker or not getting yeah. off the ball quick enough. 
then yeah, it makes sense. And honestly, yeah. a lot of, that's where a lot of success comes in because the guys they, they, they'll, they'll hit them and then they'll they'll move off into the flats and they're wide open because people forget about them. Like oh shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so it worked really well. It worked really well. And I, I'm interested to see, you know, uh, what they're going to do to continue that, you know, so wait, wait to steal my thunder. <laughs> uh, so, okay. Josh Allen having a, you know, 85% passer completion, 124 QBR, all that, no interceptions. Uh, I was kind of scared when we had that one interception, but he ended up getting mm. like in the hat. <laughs> right? It's like, <laughs> like oh, there's a flag. And I'm like, oh, everybody's like breath just kind of dropped. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, an interception. I mean, we were up by like 20, you know, three touchdowns still, but it's like, we didn't yeah. want to, I don't want a Josh Allen interception. I don't know. I, I, I wanted a zero interception day. Got the haters <laughs> up. Uh, but man, how about Jimbo, baby? How about James Cook? First hundred yard game. Uh, just he's catching, dipping, dodging, duck, dive, dodge. You could dodge a wrench, you could dodge a football, but uh, man, he was everywhere. And it, like every time you saw, like he looks like he was gonna fall to the ground, the guy's crawling on all fours to get another three yards, four yards. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, yeah. wait, what? It looked like he was going to get minus that one play. It was like, it looked like he was going to get like a minus two yards and he get a plus plus four out of that. I mean, that's six yards of crawling on the ground. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That play was pretty amazing. Cause I'm like, I'm like, well, we're losing yards. Damn it. And then all of a sudden I see him keep going. I'm like, holy shit. (laughs) Wait a minute. All right. (laughs) Let's see that again. They didn't have an answer for him at all. Like Oakland had no answer for him. I don't think that they, uh, I think they completely underestimated his speed. Who's Oakland? Because he he was yeah he was all over the place and he was running running people over. He's not that big either, which is funny because like he was just running people over. I mean the whole running yes. game in general yesterday was just on point. I I know it, it's good to have a good running game and a good support staff for that running game. Latavius Murray, just big guy healthy i mean latavius murray i don't think he's ever finished his season healthy but because he was always the only guy to to really be a running back i mean he was he was a solid Mm -hmm. first and second year but he kept on getting injured because that's they kept on working him kept on working him um but when you have that that tandem of cook harris and latavius murray gets some break you're going to see a lot of good things out of this running crew um regardless who you're going to be playing because if that offensive line plays the way they play continually the rest of the year, mm-hmm. you're going to see a lot of positive numbers. We're going to have uh, a thousand yard uh, running back, which we haven't had in a long time. And you're going to have two guys that can punch people in the teeth. Oh yeah. Um, you know, Latavius Murray tied an NFL record yesterday. He did. He did. I don't know that. What is it? Um, he has scored a touchdown with six different teams. So every team that he has played with, actually every single year he has played, he scored a touchdown, but he's played with six different teams and he scored a touchdown with all of them. The only other person to do it was Adrian Peterson. (laughs) Dave Kaprach just sent me a photo. Uh, He's next to a Raiders fan. Uh, So there's a picture of a Raiders fan, uh, number 75 long, and he's standing next to a Bills fan. Yes. That's that's great. (laughs) Um. But uh, that's that's good for Latavius. That's good for Latavius. It looks like he's making uh, a name for himself. Uh, and Harris, too. 
I mean, Harris, he doesn't have that big physique like Latavius Murray does. Um, but, I mean, Harris, he, he's he's shifty. Harris reminds me of like a, a stronger Singletary. Mm. Well, James Cook reminds me of James Cook because that guy is going to be a beast this year. I'm telling you. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, Harris, hell, you might see Harris with kick returns more often. Just what he I did mean, with that one kick return. 40, yeah, 41-yard return. That was awesome. <laughs> it's like he's like straight up downfield like he knows how to cut it too he's got moves but mm-hmm. uh, i'm interested i'm very excited to see what's going to happen with our running game this year um and that's weird because we got josh allen you know we have we have a top tier quarterback one of the best quarterbacks in the league uh future hall of famer and we're interested about this running game why you ask because that running game opens up the possibilities to get these big plays Especially the play actions, because that's that's what you're going to need to get a lot of these down uh, the the play actions. So what that's designed for is you you got a running game going, and you do a play action where you you fake the ball in the running back. I'm just kind of breaking it down, mansplaining here, uh, and that kind of brings the team kind of closer to the line of scrimmage. And you have your your speedsters like your Diggs or your uh, Gabe Davises that just gets wide open, and that's where you get your big chunk yards. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of analytics right there. That's that's a lot of stats. My head's yeah. kind of spinning here. Where, where is that button here? I got a button for this somewhere. Uh, let's see. Is it? No, it's not a button. It is a video. <laughs> Fuck, where is that? I should, I should have this ready. Here we go. To me, stats really. Where'd he go? Stop, Neil. To me, stats really don't matter. <laughs> okay, there it is. <laughs> but. <laughs> Yeah, it's we got to bring up the stats though because it's good for you know the the week after our dress rehearsal game against the New York Jets. Uh, yeah, New Jersey Jets. Excuse me. Um, so so it was. Listen, it was really good all around the defensive line. Um, the one thing. Okay, you know what? Before we talk about things we didn't like that much, um, we got to get a little shout out to the special teams. Somebody asked, what was the difference? How do we feel the difference between week one, the preseason dress rehearsal game versus week two uh, against the Raiders, uh, or as Tampa Neal calls them, Oakland still. Um, they did a hell of a lot better. I mean, they, they didn't give them any big yards. Uh, I mean, they, 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 they helped us out with the field position. Um, kind of scared about what happened with uh, Sam Martin, with uh, whoever it was at, Damien Harris, just got blown back. Yeah, got blown back. Sam Martin. We didn't need him to rush the game, so it didn't matter. Right. But, yeah, it's like, oh, but, I'm okay with well, that. Well, we don't want him getting hurt. We don't want him getting hurt. <laughs> right. Yeah, we definitely don't want him getting hurt, which, you know, with, yeah, he's just a punter. Whoopity-doo, you know. But they, they played a hell of a lot better, played a hell of a lot better than what they were uh, what they were doing uh, since the week one dress rehearsal game. So, good on the special teams. Tampa Neal, moving on to things that we didn't like. Uh, what was the thing that you did not like about this game, Tabaniel? The first drive for both both times. Both sides did not like the first drive. They just didn't look like they were ready to get going. But they got it together real quick. They got a little, I think they got a little annoyed about stupid stuff happening, and they came out really quick. But, yeah, that first drive on um, both sides of the ball just wasn't pretty. Yeah. No, no doubt about it. It was um, 
the what we talked about earlier in the show, it was a punch to the gut, or mm -hmm. what you say, not, not right sure. to the nuts. Oh man, <laughs> uh, yeah, it definitely hurt, and it feels good to come back out and keeping that foot on the throttle, and that's what McDermott did. So, um, that's what you didn't like. I didn't like. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and say it. Adams, he did, he's a hell of a wide receiver, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. Okay. But Benford just, he just kept on getting smoked by him. Every time I look, I look, oh, that Benford was on. Benford was on. I don't know if he was trying to play one on one with him or, or even a zone, but like, if that is all they had to throw it to, I mean, Hooper, their tight end, wasn't even in the game or he was in the game, but like he was, he only had like one catch, I think, or maybe two. I don't know. Because they didn't really have too many catches outside of Devontae Adams. Hmm. And it was always Benford just getting smoked. So I'm like, all right, that kind of puts that question mark is that CB2? Is it, are we really going to give that CB2 position to Benford, Neil? What are your thoughts? Um, Benford didn't look good in that first drive, but I'll tell you, he looked pretty damn good against him the rest of the game. I mean, even even when they, they threw that penalty on him too. Remember that? They threw that penalty on him. I was like, oh, that was pass interference. And they showed it. I'm like, like actually, no, that was fucking amazing coverage. He turned around right at the perfect time and played that ball perfectly, and that's why they picked the flag up. And uh, that know, ended I, up turning out to be where the ball thing. Same yeah. exact thing. No, it was. It wasn't. It, it was the. It was the pass where they. They. He. He launched it up to Devontae Adams, and they. They threw the flag, and I was like, oh my god, Benford again. He's not even looking around. But then they slowed it down, and he was just on him. Didn't even touch he was, him. Perfect and, coverage. Yeah. And he caught it, but his feet were out of bounds. So they called the flag. They oh, picked, yeah, that's right. They picked the flag back up. You remember they picked the flag back up, yep. and they were gonna like the announcers were like, "They better hurry up and hurry up and snap the ball." And I'm like, I'm, I'm yelling at the TV in the bar, going, yeah. "Throw the red flag! Throw the challenge flag! He's out of bounds! They can't challenge! Then, they can't challenge the flag!" <laughs> and, then, and then, then they basically said that New York called that down. They didn't have to throw the, the red flag. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was that. That was good on them. About time that the uh, New York uh, HQ referee <laughs> HQ actually did something good for at least the Bills. I know we say that a lot. It's always Bills versus everybody, uh, including the referees, and that's good that they they did that. Uh, but I, I was yeah. just I was excited when first I was I was mad. Then I was like, <laughs> Bedford, all right. Um, but I think at that point, you know, when you were up three touchdowns four touchdowns. Uh, I, I can care less how good people play, but just watching just the first, maybe it, it took them a couple quarters to get used to playing again. I don't know. Um, but that is what I didn't really like too much. So. Well, I'll tell you, you know, what's also nice is uh, when Milano caught that interception, he did not go in the quarterback's face and taunt him. That was a good job of him. Right. <laughs> I'm sure he wanted to. He like faced the other way. He's like, <clears throat> I'm sure he wanted to, but he, I don't think he liked writing that check this week. He's like Matt, Matt, Matt. If you if you want to get you ten thousand dollars, if you want to get if you want to talk some shit, let's come come out to the. We have this blue tent. I'll let you. We have a picture of the quarterback of Garoppolo, a cutout. <laughs> we'll let you talk so much shit, and you can even rip up that cup cutout board too. So that's what they did. That's what McDermott said. Oh my goodness. Uh, let's see here. Going to the uh, comments, Mike Patrick. 
I know a lot of us don't like having starters playing preseason, but we did not look, uh, we did not look unprepared. We did not look prepared versus New Jersey and a lot better yesterday. Uh, yeah, it's one game of getting your, uh, your football, um, uh, I guess your football muscles into shape. Uh, that's all it took is one game. What's up, Connie? We see you out there. Gina, Josh needs to stop jumping over guys when trying to make plays on his own. They're expecting and waiting for it. Mm. Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't, I, I think that was, I don't, if I'm a football player, I don't want to have, I don't want to be posterized by Josh Allen jumping over me. So it's like, maybe true they're tackling, maybe they're expecting the jump. He should have just lowered down, stuck his shoulder and run him over. Yeah. He's big a big guy. Bigger dude in apps. I yeah. think he just could have run him over, but I mean, we still, we still got a seven, a six out of it. So I'm okay. Uh, off that drive, not, not Josh Allen, obviously, but uh, <laughs> I, only one drive outside of the first punt um, was we, we kicked that field goal. It was like, oh, I think we we're 28 to 10 at the time. Uh, so yeah. 18 points. And it's like, all right, field goal. Ah, all right, fine. But it was <laughs> Bass, Bass needs practice too. All right. I know Bass is like, come on, coach. My my, my cousin's fantasy. He has me as their kicker. Come <laughs> all right. Come on, Tyler. Let me. Oh, McDermott's like, let me ask the real coach. Hey, Josh, is it okay? Is it okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. But it's, you know, it feels a lot better, obviously. It, it's terrible losing a game, especially us Bills fans, where it's like, this is the year, Neil. This is our year. And it's, you know, it's, we said in the, the beginning of the preseason, before preseason even started, before then August, we were like, um, you know, is this a Super Bowl or bus kind of year? And I don't know if we set that expectations up on ourselves to say that, even though it's ridiculous. We all know that we love the Bills. We're not going to, we're going to root for them no matter what no matter what they decide to do, you know, but it's still that we set those expectations up and we get our hopes up. And then, you know, we lose a game. It's, it's just, it floors us, man. It just dictates our emotions for the rest of the week. And it takes a game like this. I mean, even if it was a victory, it would have been like, oh, all right, cool. We, we, we just won, but it was the way we won, how we won. All faucets of our team, special teams, defense, offense, were just destroying the Raiders. Like they didn't belong on that field, Neil. No, they good. Didn't. Yeah, it felt awesome. My psychologist says, you know, don't let a NFL team dictate your emotions. <laughs> and I said, yeah, fuck he, you. Never met a Bills fan. <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, that's a diagnostic as uh Bill's Mafia. I don't know. I was going to come up with some cool psychological thing, but I didn't want to think about that one. But anyways, uh, what else do you have on your docket there, Tamaniel? Well, I was going to say about uh, Dawson Knox. Um, so his touchdown, he has scored a touchdown every single home opener. Nice. He's played. I'm like, that's pretty impressive. Four years in a row. Bam. And I think he's uh, number two now, all-time Buffalo tight end uh, below Pete Metzelaar's. Or touchdowns. Oh, yeah. I think I might have heard that as well. But yeah, I saw it somewhere. But wait. So here, speaking of tight ends, right, Neil? Uh, King Kate, man, what can't this kid do? I mean, he can block, like you said, helping out Spencer mm -hmm. Brown. Um, he can catch. He can run people over. He can I run mean, people over. I love it. Well, he, I think he did drop one. I mean, that, that one, like, bullet to the end zone where he got up and he just got cracked, but he got right back up. But mm -hmm. 
you're you're gonna see something special happen with this kid. Um, just just watch the yards after catch. Last year, our YAC was the one of the worst in the leagues, but you're starting to see a different trend this year, and it's gonna help out that we've got a kid like Kincaid that is like he shrugged people off. Him. Mind you, the guys that are covering him. Are, are they're not quarterbacks. They're, they're either going to be like a safety or they're going to be a linebacker. Number one, he's bigger than uh, a safety. And number two, he's a lot faster than a linebacker. So that's why Travis Kelsey what is as good as he is because we can't cover him or teams can't. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a mismatch nightmare. Uh, and if, if you've got your best guy on Kincaid, then you're going to, what are you going to do with, well, number one, the other tight end, Knox, who's playing that 12 personnel, Knox, Gabe Davis. You know, what are you going to do there? Uh, Stefan Diggs, who was open all day yesterday. Or Yeah. He he was open all day yesterday. Well, that first touchdown that um, was it, the, the fourth and one, the, the, the first fourth and one that they, or the, the first fourth and goal they won for that they missed. It was that the Knox one. went up to grab. It was the second one. The second, second fourth down. The first one, Josh Allen ran it to two yards. But then, like, it was another, like, I think it was, like, fourth and goal, I believe. The second fourth down where he threw it to Knox. Knox the one they it. missed. But yeah. yeah, that ball that ball was going wild. to Diggs. That ball was going to Diggs, I think. Because it was no. too high. It was too high for Knox, and he reached up to grab the thing. But I think if he would have not touched that, that was a touchdown to Diggs. They showed that replay. I was like, I'm like oh, I think if he would have touched that, that was – Diggs was t- catching that for a touchdown. I, I don't know. I think Diggs, I mean, Diggs was wide open. I mean, yeah. mind you, he was wide open all yeah. day yesterday, but in the end zone. So maybe it was just a breakdown of miscommunication on Knox. But, I mean, that ball was was directed. I think Knox was like five yards ahead of Dig, uh, uh, yeah, Diggs. Mm-hmm. And even it was five yards ahead of him. Let, let, let's, say, let's say for the sake of argument that Knox didn't go up and grab it. I don't think Diggs could have ran and got that ball just how quick that ball was taking off i was just i think honestly i think that was on josh allen because after the play you see you see Diggs like come on man hey what's up meredith you yeah, see about this gina's hanging out with uh poyer uh poyer's dad that was a funny little story what's that they did, they did a shot ski with him well, you you see you see the uh, the post that she put. She was like, "Yeah, yeah." So I'm sitting there wearing Poyer's jersey, and uh, this guy comes over. Hey, thanks for supporting Poyer. And she's probably like, "What the fuck are you?" And then <laughs> Noel's like, "Do you know who that is?" Uh, this is, by the way, uh, Bill's back. Buffalo Bills backers chapter, and uh, she's like, "No, like, well, that's Poyer's dad." Next, thing you know, they're all doing shotskis. <laughs> it's like that's cool. Uh, but hang that one up. Uh, but it's, you know, I, I do, I'm starting to like this 12 personnel, which just adds yes. just another element, um, adds that extra blocking if needed. And it also opens up, gives, gives the line a little extra comfort when they can just put in a, a shot and then, then go out for, for a ball. Uh, and that was, you know, a lot of our successful plays were like that. I mean, they did that with, uh, uh, with Kincaid did that with Knox. They did that with, um, Jimbo uh so it was it was it was just like hey if it's not broke don't fix it yeah I know teams are going to try to like keep a guy in that flat area but if you do that if you get some guy if you get the, the opposing teams to move up to that that like five 
to, you know, the line of scrimmage, the five yard line area called the flats, you're going to have just backfield open all day. You can't mm-hmm. do, can't do both. It's either one or the other. So well, that's why it's going to be interesting. Well, other teams are going to look and see what we just did this week. And that's probably going to scare the shit out of some defensive coordinators because now they have to play this team with a running game that they haven't had in Josh Allen's career since since McCoy. True. That is, yeah, 100%. Spot on, man. So now they can't load the – or they can't just, you know, drop everybody back. They've got to have a couple linebackers in the box now being ready for a run. Or they got to – and even worse, if that happens, now they're going to have a linebacker on Knox or Kincaid, which is a dream for us. Go ahead and put a linebacker on him. They're not gonna they're not gonna keep up with them. All we need is just that offensive line to give Josh Allen five, six seconds. And yep. he's gonna, I mean, if we're not gonna run the ball, give Josh Allen five, six seconds. We're gonna have guys open every time. You you looked at the week one preseason game against the Jets. You know, Josh Allen was trying to like, I guess, be out of his element, play hero ball, but there was always that guy that was open five, 10 yards. And, you know, mm-hmm. that nickel and diming, that's what we did to the Raiders. And it worked. There was always a guy open or there was just a good catch or a good pass or just a lot of good missed opportunities, mismatch. And don't get me wrong, Raiders are not a crappy team. They're, 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 they're I mean, okay, yeah, they're a shitty team. They're but, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're still, uh, you know, they're, they're still, still an NFL football team. So that's, and you can, you know, win or lose any given week. Look at week one preseason dress rehearsal against the Jets. I love saying that, or I'm going to keep saying that the rest of the season. When we're six. Yeah. And I'll tell you the, the amount of time that the bills had the ball in that second half was just (laughs) unreal. First off. Nine minutes coming off. Nine minutes. Yeah. Nine minutes. Then the Raiders had the ball for like two minutes. And then they went on another seven-minute drive after that. <laughs> I mean, I, I the think, Bills have 40 this? minutes of possession. 40 minutes to 19 minutes. I was going to say, what was, like, the total, like, was it 40-19? Yeah. Like that, right? Like, they had just over 40, and we had, or we had just over 40, and they had just under 20 minutes. So, they were, like, 19-50. So. Oh, I wish they could do that. I mean, I suppose I should look up uh, the stuff before the show starts. But um, who were the winners for the Bills outside of, I mean, Josh Allen playing a pretty fucking good game, smart game. Um, here we go. Do, do, team stats. So 450 total yards, team yeah. yards versus 240. Uh, passing yards, 267. Rushing yards, 183 yards rushing. And Man, if Kyle uh, Allen didn't get that minus two, he would have been at 185. Oh, geez, Allen, come on. Um, and that's, that's not Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Allen only had seven yards. Mm-hmm. That is what we Three need. Times. That is what we need. What we need is Josh Allen, not running the ball. Let our running backs who get paid millions of dollars to run the ball. And, uh, that's what happened. They must be watching breaking tables because that's exactly what happened. 183 yards. This is ridiculous. Uh, 29 first down to 13. I love that fourth down efficiency. Three for four. four. (laughs) Only one punt. That's going to win the game 100% of the time. 40 minutes and four seconds versus 1956. That is crazy. Mm -hmm. Come on. 
Unless, like, I think the old guys were talking uh, back, uh, the Bills versus Giants Super Bowl. Uh, they were talking about the Bills only had 19 minutes against the Giants when they played them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, the Bills lost, too. <laughs> so there you go. So that's not really a valid argument. Well, also, last year, the Miami game, they had, like, 40 minutes. They had the ball for, like, 40 minutes, and they freaking lost to Miami. Mm. Oh, geez. The, the sweat fest. All right, who are you giving the uh, the award here, the uh, MVP game ball to, Campanile? Cook. Cook? He, he owned that game yesterday. He was running people over. He made himself available to everybody, rushing, receiving, everything. He did it all yesterday. 100% get that game ball. I just hate he didn't get a touchdown. All right, that's going to come. It's got to be one or the That'll other. I'd, I'd rather have him 100 yards, no touchdowns, because that means, you know, for the fantasy footballers who got Josh Allen, that's he's going to get the touchdown. <laughs> it's either going to be oh. a running back or Josh Allen. Well, I have James Cook, so I would like to have him get a couple of touchdowns. Oh, stop being greedy. Come on, I'd rather have – do it for Josh Allen's stats so we can get MVP. Oh, let him throw him the ball. Then. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, I mean, I, listen, Matt Milano play. okay, so you're. I'm going to go to the defensive side of the ball. Um, mm-hmm. Matt Milano, he, he played like a stud, but there was a guy that kind of outshined, outperformed him. I mean, Bernard, bro, let, yeah, let the tackles, interceptions, pass deflected. The guy was everywhere. I mean, it, it, you know, you can't really blame him for defend, you know, defending against Devonte Davis because I mean, a starting cornerback can barely compete with Devontae Davis, but Bernard played like, wow. All right. He played pretty good. Um, so if I had to give somebody, I mean, fuck, Milano or Bernard, people are like, you're going to give Bernard over Milano. I'm like, yes, I'm going to give Bernard uh, the defensive side game ball just because of how good he did. Uh, his stats were just a little better than Milano's and, I mean, Milano had a had a, a breakdown on a on a on a, a Devonte Adams as well too. So I you you got to look at them side by side. Bernard had a better game. I don't know. Milano's interception was just ridiculous. No, there's there's no Madden curse. There's only there's a no Madden, Madden curse, curse for people that say there's a Madden curse. We broke we broke all the curses. We had 17 year drought curse. Okay. We have the curses when it comes to winning heartbreaking games. We broke all those curses. Curses are out the window. This is 2023. Fuck curses. And right? That's it. that's it. Let's end the show off that one. Fuck curses. <laughs> Hashtag fuck curses. <laughs> um, all right. So there we go. Here we go, guys. We've got that uh, victory under our belt. Uh Obviously, we're second place, I think, in the uh, division or third, I guess, in the division for now. But whatever, it's week two. I'm not worried about that. At the end of the year, when we have another a fourth year in a row for division, um, number one seed when we're 16 and one mm. or 15 and excuse me, 15 and one. Well, how many 16 games? And one, you're correct. 16 and one. Uh, I'm not concerned about. There's just I'm not concerned about it right now at all. Not week two. Then we're going to ball uh, to uh, Washington to play the Commandos. Uh, that's I mean, guys, the what the fucks? Yeah, uh, but we're you know we're gonna keep we're gonna go back to calling them the what the fucks just because uh, <laughs> they should go back to the heads. <laughs> How they're trying to get back to being the Redskins. 
which uh, this Thursday, we're going to have the uh, Washington, D.C. Bills Backers chapter president, Gregory. Oh, yeah. He's going to be on uh, talking about all the festivities. It's going to be a compl- it's going to be a home game for Buffalo. I'm telling you, it's going to be a home game for Buffalo. Ooh, they're two and oh right now. But after coming off to that victory, how could you not go into them hot? Uh, yeah, they got a good defense, but we got a better offense and their offensive line is trash. It's just they play trash teams. I mean, the Broncos, I'm sorry. The Broncos are trash. They're, I don't think they're going to win a game this year. Poor Sean Payton. He should have stayed in retirement. But that's <laughs> why the Washington won. Sam Hall, you're not a good quarterback, bud. You are not a good quarterback. Uh, but we're going to talk about that on Thursday. I'm, I'm just I'm over-embellishing the victory and what it does to our chances. It's just a short, short window, short view on what to expect going forward with the Buffalo Bills. So I'm excited, Tampanil. I'm excited about it too. Yeah. Just next week, I'm definitely excited about. Can't wait to have uh, Gregory on again. We haven't had him on last time yeah. we played. Yeah. It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, Gregory. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, that should be a good time for the Bills fans to uh, make Buffalo into the state capital, uh, Washington, <laughs> D.C. We're going to turn that in mini Buffalo, D.C. We're going to call it Buffalo, D.C. <laughs> fans of Buffalo yeah, and uh, the power of fans of Buffalo and Washington, D.C. Bills backers. That's going to be interesting. Um, but well, Tampanil, any final thoughts uh, about this game, about life, about going into week three against the commandos or the what the man fuck? just just watching that game? Like, I mean, they, they always talk about complimentary football, like McDermott preaches it, the guys talk about it all, all, all during their press conferences. Yesterday's game was the ultimate complimentary football, everything that they did, the, the offense played more defense than the defense played defense. The offense played defense because they didn't allow the offense of uh, the Raiders on the field. Like everything that they did was complimentary for everything. Very well balanced. Very yeah. well balanced. Uh, like you, I love, I love that analogy. The, the even the offense played defense. That's how good our defense was. <laughs> Not yeah. when you keep the opposing teams off the field. That that's that what I call defense. flawless victory. That is yep. a good the best defense in the NFL right now. I mean, okay, Cowboys played some crappy Dallas teams. Or, uh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> fine. Yeah, we'll give them that one right now. I know, I know the Jets are uh, you guys are decent team, decent defense, but I mean, I'm telling you, the Buffalo Bills with Sean McDermott running that defense and the offense helping out the defense. <laughs> and we're gonna have the best defense at the end of the year, and that's all that matters. Defense, yeah, defense, defense. Like McDermott is like everywhere. He's like, we're gonna turn our special teams into defense. We're gonna bite their kneecaps, but bite a kneecap. Oh man. No, I mean, uh, man, they. I love watching McDermott's defense. By the way, I don't know about you. They're attacking the crap out of the quarterback. Like they're they're just nonstop going after him. Yeah, we're we're talking about that this week too. It's like you know the difference between the Frazier defense versus the McDermott defense is um, Frazier always wanted to play conservative football you know mm. let's we there's no let's you know, let's okay, we're just gonna rush four maybe three guys uh mcdermott's like fuck that dude <laughs> let let our guys play let our guys play let's you know let send all our guys i don't care well there's always gonna be a guy blitzing there's gonna be something exotic um i really like mcdermott's defense and keeps keeps playing well, you 
Look at the quarterbacks. They're always on their toes. Look at Aaron Rodgers. Where's he at? Nowhere. But <laughs> well, awesome. Fra- Frazier plays a defense fairly similar to what Bill Belichick does. Like Belichick will let you go down the field, but when you get to the um the red zone, it's over. Like that's exactly the way Frazier played D. Like that's that was a defense that he ran. McDermott is like, I'm gonna attack you. I'm not gonna let you get to the red zone. I like that. I, I do too. I, it helps with my blood uh, <laughs> blood pressure, right? You know, I, I'd rather I'd rather just like let's let's keep them in their own fifty yard line. You know they're 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 set of the fifty uh, because once you start mm-hmm. creeping towards the twenty or thirty, you know it's going to be at least three points. Something and I don't, I don't I don't even want to give them three points. I don't want to give them three points. So maybe we can have our our shutout burgers because you know that I'm going to call a shutout on every game. <laughs> so come on, are you? Everyone, every single one of them. Wait, it's write it down right now. <laughs> Shut up for every game. Cowboys, who exactly? <laughs> uh, guys, thanks. Uh, Bill's Mafia, thank you guys all for tuning in. Uh, John, thanks. Good show. Yes, brother, appreciate you tuning in. Uh, Bill's had a great balance with their offense running, throwing the ball. They were just complete, like Tampa Neal said, complimentary football at its finest. Um, Flawless game, flawless victory. I can't wait to shut out the commandos or WTFs uh, this weekend. But stay tuned for Thursday when we have Bills backers, uh, Washington, D.C. on Gregory. That's going to be epic. Uh, Tampa Neal, it's that time, brother. The 60 minutes went by quick. Woo! I still (laughs) want to watch the replay of the game again yesterday. That's all right. I got to get me fired up again. Who needs right, coffee well, when you can watch a recap? Take us <laughs> home, brother. All right. Thanks for joining us today, ladies and gentlemen. You can see us every Monday and Thursday, 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Pull us up on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitter for the live versions. You get to see our pretty faces and enjoy the show. So if you missed the show for some crazy reason, or you just love hearing our voices while you're driving into work or stuck on the I-90, or if you're B, stuck on 95, Pull us up wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, whether it is iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Pod, Google Pod. Pull us up, like us, hit the subscribe button, share us, tell your aunts, uncles, neighbors. Don't tell your attorneys. And buy a house with Janet Gosh. This is. And buy your houses with Janet Gosh. Absolutely. (laughs) That was awesome. Oh, guys, love all y'all. That was so much fun. I can't wait to do this again. Thursday to get you hyped and ready for the commandos, WTFs, whatever you want to call. Josh Allen right here. Go, go. We love all y'all.